thinking about earlier today how could i because maybe i texted you hey I, buddy I, just letting you know then why wouldn't you start off remember what i texted you because i don't know what you retain everything i don't know that because uh, a lot of the time you will say an opinion that is completely the opposite of something you said only one second earlier which makes me go he's not retaining from one second to the next that should prove to you that i'm retaining all right no but exactly but it doesn't prove that to me at all uh, and it proves the opposite but do you know what i was thinking no, about earlier dropped today? A LaCroix, so i dropped a lacroix but it's unopened right now it's shaking up so you open it, it's gonna split everywhere let's take a listen and shit. it did. And it oh, did. Oh shit! I told you it would. Jesus what'd you Christ! Think? What do you think was going to happen? Said, Let's huh? take a listen. And it did. It split everywhere. And everyone's going to say it split. Oh, that's shit. not a way to say when things fizz over. Well, that's my language. You, you can't come out. You, you know how mad Lauren's going to be. Oh, she's going to be pissed as shit. Because guess what? Like, we could have cleaned this up, and she never would have known. It, but it this is on the record. It now. didn't have to happen, dude. Use that cashmere thing over there. <laughs> It's unbelievable that it happened. This sucks, dude. No, it's fine. It's actually good. No, it's not. It's actually good. It's actually what I wanted dude, to happen. stop looking for the silver lining. It's it what I there. wanted to happen. It's aluminum No, because now we're connected, and now it's the episode where we, we never tell Lauren about this. Okay. Well, she's going to hear it. She listens to every single one, doesn't I she? I know, I know. And then she always has her notes. Yeah. <laughs> every single time she comes, well, here's my 100 questions, and then I have to answer all of them. I was like, oh, that's a horrible way to like. I know, I'm like, just ask like a few oh, questions. Dude, Your sock's gonna, wet, dude. I don't give a shit. Dude, I need my feet hydrated. Listen, we didn't say this last episode, and it's really important to, to get across. We've been doing this for a year, dude. Oh, yeah. We I was thinking about that. Anniversary, which I think is perfect for us. Like, we're just like, hey, we don't give a shit about tradition. Yeah. We don't care about those norms. Well, because episode one was actually episode 100. Exactly. Well, we did record 100 episodes. Yeah, we just aren't going to release those. And if you recall, it was once every year, so it's 10-year anniversary as well. Mm-hmm. But then we decided to switch the game up and record one once a week. Well, because that's the beauty of numbers is they can do anything they, they want. Well, they can't do anything I want, but yeah. You I can do what anything. Mean. What do you want them to do? I want them to, I want all the numbers in my mind to be to make a card. I want to afford, uh, afford the F-150 right now. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And that's what I'm saying. I can't yeah. do anything I want. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I meant, I guess I meant within the limitations of numbers and the limitations are enormous. Ford F-150 leather exterior. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. I just want that yeah, to no, be Yeah, no, they can't do that. And I also want to say this because I said it last week, June 30th, June 30th. Just a little off the rim. I'm trying to do a little prom here. Oh, it's... Now it's flat. Do you mind if I do a prom? Oh no, go ahead. You don't. You gonna drink while I'm doing it? Yeah. Okay. We'll finish the sip. Jesus. My God. <sighs> You're sucking so much. Thanks. Just let it pull in your mouth and swallow. Okay. June thirtieth, nine thirty p.m. at Lyric Hyperion. You got teeny tiny popping off. You can find the info on my IG. That's my Instagram. If you don't know what IG stands for. Click the link tree. It's a little button. You're going to go down. You're going to see teeny tiny click. That's going to take you to another page. Get those tickets. Just get clicking. <laughs> Just get clicking. Turn y'all. this off and get clicking. No, keep it on. You or leave it on. on yeah, whatever. Keep it on and click. Uh, and that's all I wanted to say. That's awesome, man. That's I'm really happy for you. That's really exciting. Thank you so much. So do you know what I was thinking about earlier? No. No, I don't. Earlier today, I was thinking about the movie Forrest Gump. Love and I was, I was running through some random parts running. of that movie in my head. Running. And, and then, and and the then movie, I... And he ran in the movie. And that's awesome. God, I hurt my back earlier. God damn. And I was thinking, you know what? I've actually never seen that movie. What do you mean? 
I've never seen Forrest Gump, but uh, I, but I've seen it, it's uh, like you'll see clips of it. You've seen Forrest I've, Gump, never seen it. Yes, you have. But ever and also that's the thing is certain classic movies. Everyone, everyone acts like you have seen it because you saw it in school. There's no way you didn't see it. You in saw school. it in school. I've never seen it. But I was thinking, I was thinking, do you have watch along? <laughs> Let's do it. Do you have big sort of iconic movies that you've never seen, but you have like like a one sentence self-rationalization for why you haven't seen it? Like I think I think of Forrest Gump and I, I remember these childhood feelings when I would see some scenes from it and then I'd always walk out of the room and I was like, it, it feels depressing and I'm like uncomfortable watching it. And it, it just feels all around sad and I don't really want to experience it. Yeah. And so then now I'll think Forrest Gump and I go, nah, I can watch that. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. Dude, do, do you have any of those like that I where you go like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna watch mind. All's Quiet on the Western front. Oh, yeah. It's, well, that to me, I'm like, I want to see a war movie. I'm like, I want to see some action. Yeah. You, you don't want it to be all quiet. No, I don't. I want I want actual noise there. Yeah. Yeah. Then why the hell am I watching the movie? You want a loud Western front. You ever see Friday Night Lights, the film? I have seen that. Yeah. Okay. So in the movie, Booby Miles. Let me finish. Is that the character's name? Are you talking to me? <laughs> so in the film, you follow this Texas high school team that gets the state championship and loses, and then they say in the credits next year that same high school won. And I was like, why not show me that story? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, because it's a lesson. They're trying to give you a lesson in sports. What if it was the lesson you lose? The only lesson I know is win, 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 baby. Oakland Raiders. Okay. So I'll I just, just show me that. Yeah. Show me that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So once that happened, once I saw Friday Night Lights, right. I gave up movies for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I finally came crawling back when I saw, you know, what was it? Jurassic Park and all those other things start getting released. Jurassic and, Park. So in the, that was still in the 90s. Early 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and that came out before Friday Night Lights. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't, probably I don't, by, I'd say, eight or nine years, maybe 10. Oh, longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably around 10 to, 10 to 12 years earlier. Like 2002 or something. Is when what? Friday Night Lights came out? Is that what it came out? I, w- I would guess that came out in probably like 2006. Yeah. Th- no. No, it didn't. But then when did... Uh, 2005, maybe. But when did... Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're here because you thought Jurassic Park came out after. We don't know. That's what I'm no, saying. No, And then Jurassic Park probably came out in 96. 92. 1992. <laughs> Great. Great. But so, yeah. So, no. No movie comes to mind that is uh, culturally relevant, but that you have not seen. And then no, you have no, like no. a one sentence sum up for. But instead, you just remember <laughs> that you watched Friday Night Lights and you didn't like the fact that it ended with the team losing. You thought they should have won. But because no, right? not just because of that, because at the ending credits, they had a little like paragraph, a little like text blur sure. that said next year they won. I'm yeah, like, so now you're all pissed because you just fuck? had to be reading and you didn't like that. Yeah, but I read that they won next year. I'm like, show me that. Yeah. Why not? See I actually little- think the lesson is embedded even in this reaction what do you mean? that oh, to win. That, that people know that people were so fast to dismiss the loss as though the loss doesn't lead to the eventual victory if you just keep your no eye one on, on the, the team there was all seniors they had to leave no, leave just school and we're allowed the back. entire varsity team was all seniors yeah if i remember no, there were some juniors in there maybe a freshman or two and the coach it's also about the coach if you ever watched the, the coach wasn't a student if you ever watched friday night lights the show it's actually all about the coach i have not 
and and about his wife and 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 how their losses and wins are affecting their marriage. Totally, it's like football That's in like, Texas. That when I, when I watch football yeah. and I don't watch it a lot, uh-huh. the main thing I'm thinking about is how this is affecting the interpersonal dynamic of the married coach. Well, that's an interesting way to watch. Yeah, do you it's, bet? it's exciting. Do no, you, it's really exciting. I, I imagine the gambling on that is like really fun. Yeah, DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know which Kevin Hart uh, lets us know about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a sports booking thing. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, great. It's a gambling app. Okay. DraftKings. Yeah. Which you also, I want you to know, I thought it was a medieval gameplay where I'm able to draft certain monarchs throughout history and to pull them together and fight each other. Not at all. So just so you know, I, it would I, be teams of the monarchs fighting. Yeah, drafting kings. Like, oh, I get to pick that. King, like, that how king. many kings on one team? <sighs> the fifty on each. So you got fifty fifty uh-huh. of these famous kings. Open field battle. They just like rush each other. Brave yeah, just kind of turn the tables on them a little bit. Well, no tables. It's open field. No, I, I understand that. That's just a colloquial metaphor. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that you you sw- switch their familiar positions from getting to tell people what to do to in in the battlefield to having them actually fighting on the battlefield, uh, and they're side by side with other royals. <laughs> And so everyone there is all sharing this experience of, wow, I'm usually on the other side of this experience, more spectator or like overlord. But this time I'm I'm just a pawn in the game. No, not pawns. It's not a game of chess. I understand. I understand. Well, I'd actually argue that chess is a fantastic strategy for war. But and I'd also argue that those monarchs that were fighting, yeah, I mean, they used to have to be in the shit. Like, hey, dude, you got to go. Yeah. Some of them might not have fought because they were just like standing on a horse. And so I guess that, so, so they all, were standing so on a all horse. together that affects how you draft them. Of course. So you got to make sure that you know if they're battle ready, if they're standing on horses. Battle ready. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, I would describe this as a really successful sort of opening conversation that follows an easy logical thread. That's all we want to do. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch Forrest Gump. You should. Really? I don't think I will. You don't need to. I'm not going to. I think you should just because. I just don't care. I don't care. And I already know all this stuff. I know he's good at ping pong. And I know uh, something Dan. What's uh, his favorite soda? (laughs) Loses his. uh, What's his favorite soda? Loses his legs. Um, Now, is this. This is actually in the movie Canon. Yep. Sprite. All right, let's move on. It, oh, wow. What is it? I'm not going to tell you. You got to watch it. That's great. No, I'll just never know. But that's great. Quiz me once a week. I will. I'll Thank go back you. to this. Dr. Pepper. That's my next guess. That is it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Dr. Okay. Pepper. So then I would have gotten yeah. it. Yeah. No, you didn't, though. But I didn't get it. No. But that just shows you. You can just guess. And now, now I know that forever. Yeah. It, right. I logged it. <laughs> Information, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here we go. We got our audience. So what would you do? I, we don't know yet. What would you do? We don't know yet, dude. And what would I no, do? No, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm calling it, I'm calling it. No, no, no. We do know. No, no, no. We do know. Let me say this. Let me just say this. Next week, we're going to announce the suggestions, and then we're going to have a vote on it, and then that's what it's going to be. Please, so send please, everyone, in. send in a suggestion for what this section of this podcast should be called. My vote is for we what would you do? Put it in the email, bud. Email us at youknowpod at gmail.com for your suggestion. We're going to be reading them out loud, and we're going to be voting on them, and then, then we're fucking done with it. So okay. if you haven't submitted, submit. Right, but we're doing that next week. Yes, because I'm sick and tired of this. I'm, I'm actually more sick and I more wanted, tired than I you are. I wanted the pageantry. I wanted the whole fanfare. But you didn't but want But you that. haven't provided it. Yes, I have. You haven't provided the framework for the pageantry. Well, because they, you know what? No offense. None taken. So here we go. 
That just made me picture you kidnapping a nun. <laughs> none offense. No, none taken. Oh, you say it, you say it on the headset. You got her. None you just taken. this nun is Dude. walking by a bush. You grab her. You bring her into the bush. Then you say in your headset, "None taken." Dude, holy shit, that's yeah. a new movie. Yeah, we should probably write that. Fuck yeah. Let's edit this part out. No, no, keep it in there. Oh, in how case else I am I gonna remember? Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, this comes from Cecily W. No last name, just a letter. She says this. Hi, Joey and Mike. Aw. I have to start by saying that I am not good at chess, and it really frustrates me to play. Oh. I once met and eventually dated someone on a chess app. Mm, was on, it chess.com, uh, or was it Lee Chess? It's just a chess app. Or was it, ch- would, it can't be Chess24, because there's no good chat hey, features. Hey, let, let's finish. Let's finish. Sure, let's finish. sure, sure. Unfortunately... My guess is chess.com. Unfortunately, the relationship did not work out. Or maybe chess with friends. All right, all right, all right you're sorry. You're going to have to stop. Was mm, I interrupting? Yes. Unfortunately, the relationship did not work out mm-hmm. and my chess game suffered. I recently discovered that Chicago hosted an international conference on teaching chess to detainees in jails and prisons. Oh, nice. What would you do about teaching incarcerated people chess best? Cecily. Wow, that's off, great. Cecily, I'm so sorry the relationship didn't work out. And honestly, they're a fucking loss. Yeah, they're nice. They're fucking lost. Nice. That's that, that's that old silver-tongued devil wit of yours. <laughs> you're, you're flirting. Oh, you're man. indirectly flirting with well, someone no, no, just based, on, just based on the email. Out of respect. I feel like Cecily's How do you good. know it's their loss? Maybe Cecily fucked up. No, she didn't. Maybe maybe she did. No, we no, don't no, no, know. No, no. Let me tell you this. She's Speaking not inherently football, right. She's not inherently right just because she emailed let us. Let me tell you this. Yeah. No, she. I, yes, I, she is. No, she's not. Holy shit, Mike. You're, you're a little too bad already for her. Uh, you don't damn know. Damn right. I just drafted her as one of my and kings. And I'm not even saying. Maybe the relationship fell apart and it's her fault, but, but she owns that. I've had relationships that fell apart because of me. Yeah, Mike. And guess it doesn't what? have to be the other person's fault and for Cecily to still be a good person. And let me say this. And let me say this. You acknowledging that makes you the better person. I agree. So that's what but I'm we saying. don't know where Cecily's at on her journey. I'll tell you where she's at. She's at the very top, and she's going to keep going higher and higher. That's just a fact. Well, we're going to need to hear back from her. Let us, let us know. Us, so she's the shit. Yeah, right? sure, right? sure. That's just how that works. Uh huh. All right. And I mean, I'm just I'm bummed out by by that. But you know what? You're you're on to bigger and better things. And uh, it, this is still about the breakup. <laughs> let it go. I am. It was probably. Not a long relationship, Probably but it's not. all good. And I'm, I think it was fun to go through the app. That has nothing to do with the question. That, do, that was does. an aside. That was an aside. That could have been in parentheses. It wasn't. It, it was doesn't a, matter. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter for the overall plot of the email. Oh, oh great! It's always a story for you, huh? The, 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 she's asking about teaching detained, incarcerated people. No, she was, she was connecting, bridging based on shared experiences. Sure, sure, right? sure. You're obsessed with her ex. <laughs> I can like feel you planning to reach out and try and get them back together. (laughs) Don't spend your energy doing that. Let it go. Maybe she's in a new relationship. You you just don't know any info. Maybe she's got to. We got to break her out of that relationship. Maybe she's married now. We got to break him out of that relationship. Why? (laughs) To get her back with the other thing. What if it was bad? I don't know. But then, so why are you making moves? If it was bad, then it's not going to happen. Okay, great. (laughs) I guess we reached some sort of agreement here. Awesome. There's this great organization called the gift of chess that does uh, a lot of uh, work with teaching chess to imprisoned people and i think it's all amazing and I, i've played a lot of people in especially in the downtown 
chess uh, scene who all who are like super solid and have talked about learning in prison. And I think that's pretty amazing. That is amazing. What a great way to spend your time. Honestly, they like get just uh, such a focus. It, it makes me also feel like it would be sort of scary to be like I, I was kind of picturing it, being nervous to win in prison if the other person's going to because I get nervous when I feel like I'm beating one of my friends who I feel like is in a depressed or, you know, taking on the game kind of way. It must be really scary in prison to play against someone and you see them getting pissed. And you're yeah, like, I think you're, you're assuming it's like a supermax situation. That you is know, what I'm, uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Also, all prison is frightening. Yeah. I'm not. Yes, of course not. Uh, yeah. But uh, of course not. Uh, <laughs> I I think it's a great thing. I think <laughs> outreach to to incarcerated people is so important. Yeah. It's in the fucking Bible, dude. And no yeah. one does it. And it's just so sad. <laughs> that's like dude, there's so many people who've been locked up unjustifiably. Yeah. falsely yeah and they're just stuck there and i don't really think that prison um does not reform is working no, i don't no, no. think that it's good. you know what's good. crazy so the majority of the wildfires out in california are fought by incarcerated people who are then on fire teams to go out there and like deal with the brush and like and sometimes the most dangerous situations because that's sort of like a shit ton of our wow. resources go to there because it's free labor they should make the a part. movie uh, about that starring brie larson that's oh, one of the fun. prisoners that'd be fun uh and <laughs> When they leave prison yeah. and having all this experience, they're not allowed to join any fire department because of their uh, their their what you call it. It's just the this prison is just, it's just slavery. You're like, what the? This fuck? is just a form of slavery. So the people that were just earning and burning like for fucking like four or five years with all like firsthand experience that I mean you 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 couldn't even pay for. Like please, this is please cr- put me down. Please put me. It's down. It's like, dude. Give this guy a fucking job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like crazy to me. Yeah. And they're like helping society. And they're helping like the world. Not burned down? Jesus Christ. So chess in prison? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But you know what? There's a lot of other games, too. Yeah, you know, I knew I knew that you'd want to have some sort of uh, sort of random like tangential perspective on this. Okay, and and that is basically I, I'm what 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 other games are you picturing? Are you, you going to stop me? Because I'm, I'm picturing gonna tell you what I'm going to do. Okay, this is what I would do. I think chess is fantastic. I think it's obviously you have two people per, like you know playing this game. Uh, there's a minimum of two people in every prison, so that's easy, right? But n- most prisons have way more than two people, and there's not enough boards. So what are you going to do? Here's a game that you can play without any setup, without any pieces, without any accoutrement. I'm talking about tag. Have these prisoners yeah. play tag. Get a little. And there's no way that's going to get violent. <laughs> no, there's no, a zero percent no. chance of I, that getting violent. I think if we start a nonprofit where we teach prisoners tag, yeah, and our rules of tag. It's not just like oh, tag, you're it. Yeah. There's a home base, right? There's all these different like power ups you can get, etc. Right? Mm-hmm. There's different armor, different weapons you're going to be able yeah. to use to like defend things. I don't want to make this a theme of the podcast, uh-huh. but I just want to say you're bringing me into that <laughs> as a thing that you and I are going to do. I just do not want to tie myself to another endeavor with you. You don't have to tie you up. You can just hold my no, hand. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I understand. But I'm saying I don't really want to get into another thing with you. You don't have to. Great. So you I'm are. not going to be involved in that but you is what are. I'm saying. I'm you saying, can teach tag in why, prison. Why does it hurt you that I like to split things with you? Like ideas that we create together? Be- it, because it becomes the it's like a school project where I have to do all of the work because the other person who, Buddy, it's who enough- talked the loudest when we had our one meeting then refuses to do any action work and now the burden of that falls to me it's so suddenly i'm spending all of my time and energy teaching incarcerated people how to play tag always it's your rule well it's your rules because i don't have a way that i play tag 
I don't have any rules related to that. So you're already talking about how it's this specialized thing of ours, which makes me think either A, you already have some complicated list of rules somewhere that you have to unearth and give to me and I have to make sense of all the typos and all the confusing and contradictory rules. Yeah. Or you don't and you want to seem like you do and then you're just going to desperately make up a bunch of incomprehensible rules and then you're going to try and date them so they seem older. I'm not going like to date gonna, anybody. Yeah, right. But you're going to go like... And and then, uh, then they win my PlayStation One, and it, you're making it intentionally confusing and seeming like it's older than it is, so that I can't attack it, and I have to believe that you'd already worked. It's on not going to be hard to do. First off, it's a nonprofit, so there's hardly any work. <laughs> Secondly, all right. <laughs> Secondly, yeah. I'm going to have you, you think nonprofit means that they're not making a profit because everyone's not putting yes. any work in. If it was a profit, you'd be busting your yeah. ass. Yeah, I see. And also, I'd have you in prison. Obviously, on some bogus charges, just so you're in there. Right. (laughs) Yeah, this is kind of what I mean. To be my feet on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I need. But then you'll visit me in prison one time, and you're going to tell me about 95 new endeavors you have, and you've been using my social security number, and you've set it up for all of them. And you've completely lost interest in the incarcerated program tag thing that you had. And then suddenly I'm like, wait, what? And you're like, anyway, I love you, buddy. I hope you find Christ in there and then you never visit again. I'm busy. (laughs) So that's what I would do. Yeah, that's really great. I think what I would do is I would make it so that if someone is enthusiastic about playing chess in prison, they're allowed to like go into a cool, relaxing area and play chess at any time of the day or night. Special privileges for for the chess addiction. That, That is so broad. Of like a rule that like well, anyone you, who plays chess can go into the special. If, if you're going to just play it the entire time, you can't be, you can't do anything else. What's going to happen? Then? <laughs> Who's going to regulate that? You have to. You yeah, you get an arbiter. The, no, but you got to well, no, be because that what room. it really is is it it would it would uh, sort of get rid of a lot of my fears of prison. Because then I go, well, if I'm in prison and, and they have that rule, you, I'll just play chess the entire time have, and I'll never stop you playing. You create an environment that is so lax that like only the most aggressive people are going to take advantage of that because you think, oh, this is a safe space. But you just got to play the whole time, and you don't think they will i'll play the whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all it is joe okay i'm just trying to make a, a more comfortable future for myself in the event that i go to jail okay and that they listen to this one rule i have about chess in prison i hope they listen i really hope they do loud talkers this is this is an excellent thing for us to be discussing Wow, Joey just sat up more straight, and I just slouched. I hurt my back. Yeah. I hurt my back, so I'm trying to get good posture. Yeah, it looks great. Thank you. We're talking about loud talkers, and I know what you're thinking. Mike talks loud. And I agree, okay? Uh-huh. And that's just a thing with him. It's just vocals. I, I, actually, I actually would say I definitely don't think I don't talk loudly. But I don't consider myself a loud talker. But I was, when I was just in Tokyo, we went to this one very cool bar called Bar Martha. And it was like a vinyl bar and like a oh, that's cool. hip area. And, you know, I would, because I was with my dear friend Russell, who speaks Japanese, we were able to get in. I feel like I would not have been able to get in otherwise. Um, but while we were there, I was continually told to keep it down. By whom? Russell? No, no, no. People just around <laughs> us. Oh, shit. And, and like employees there. And it's like the one and only time that's happened to me in Japan because I'm always trying to be were really you, quiet. Were you hammered? 
No, oh, no, 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 no. It was it, that was what was so crazy is I wasn't hammered, but I kept going like it's as though I'm being the loud. But it's more like there are these ways of being quieter in Japan that I like. I, I'm pretty I'm solid at it. In other mm-hmm. there are ways where you can basically silently talk on the train because the trains are silent. Mm. Uh, where you, you sort of just got to get there, but to do it in the setting where it's like they're playing loud music, but yeah, still somehow I'm over. being loud. You're also at a bar, so I, I yeah. But that's interesting. But I, I imagine English sounds uh, just annoying. Yeah, anywhere. if you're there, even to, yeah, even to us, it sounds yeah, that's true. But there is like a, like a, going to certain areas, like if you going to like Connecticut or Michigan, if I'm like going to like a restaurant, it's like a nicer restaurant, whatever yeah. it is. Everything is like fairly quiet. Yeah. And people like you hear the silverware clanging, and there's like yeah. nice music and the conversations are intimate to the table. Right. There's not like a, there's not overflow of, I can't really know what's Man, going on. I haven't been in an environment where I feel like I like that in a long oh, time. Yeah. No, where I feel shocking. like I have to be quiet and respectful. That uh, sounds really stressful uh, to me. Growing up in Miami and even living here in LA, everything is loud. Yeah. There's loud music playing. Like you, the whole point of conversation of conversing is like, we're all screaming. So no one can hear anything. Uh-huh. And you're just like <laughs> yelling at each other. So like, it's just that you don't, you're not catching shit. Yeah. And you usually have to lean in. Like, what'd you say? Like when you're there, I, love that oh no but i hate when it hits that next decibel where there there you really do have to keep saying what did you say yeah, well that's like a club atmosphere i don't like yeah, that yeah yeah no, yeah i mean like uh you're just like huh you know what i mean like because you're trying to yeah pay, yeah just yeah. so much noise but i love loud talking i am a loud talker i'm a proud loud talker i, I love to just go at times just make noises yeah dance feel myself that's true that you do like to do those things but i don't consider you to be necessarily like i would i would say loud talker is predominantly a pejorative yes it's like i don't consider you to be that no no i'm not someone who's like dominating something or just like crazy laughter like that kind of shit like my my voice is that quality i hate where where it's you're sort of just like i gotta get away from this person but i i do think i speak outside of the like the first gear of appropriate volume you make people uncomfortable there's no denying well, that because i'm asking you to get out of your comfort zone yeah totally <laughs> but yeah the way you're doing it is forcible no, and, no, and no, can no, be it can feel all. like at the very least an auditory no, assault no, 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 you said no when i just said auditory yeah it doesn't feel auditory for you to talk loudly. No, it doesn't. Doesn't oh, not for okay. meal. That's interesting. Not for meal. <laughs> not for meal. For meal, it doesn't feel. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. What is the point? It's just to feel something, dude. Right. Outside of the ear hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to see the hear- outside of the ear hole, right into the heart hole. That's what I'm saying, man. When you get bass and it punches you right in the chest. When I get bass, yeah, like you hear bass, bass music, <laughs> okay, like that. Like you hear that, sure. Like and it hits you in your chest and the resonance that happens in your bones. And you're like, oh god, they're like, I feel my bones all tingling around. Yeah, doesn't that make you feel strange? Uh, in that event that I, I don't know that I've ever experienced, but in the event that I was Dude, experiencing you've never had crazy bass music in the event that I was just experiencing what around? you've just described, which is unlike anything I've ever oh, experienced. Man. I, I will say that, yes, I might feel the way that you said that I might feel. I, I, we got to get a bass system and just like plug it right into your I'm chip. not interested in that well, at all. You just got to feel it, bud. Well, cause I'm not really a big body guy. I don't, I don't ever have the <sighs> urge to dance. I'm not, uh, that's not really my way. That's I, not how I feel. Music. I understand that your hands in your pocket right I, now. I, that's I feel, how casual I, you're sitting down. And I, your hands I, in your pocket. <laughs> That's how casual you I, are. Right I, now. I feel music exclusively in my brain, and my body, my body just sits there like a fish. Okay. <laughs> It just yeah. it goes like this. I so am processing oh, the right. sound. I am processing. That's what my body's well, doing. That's good to know because I yeah. had just purchased us uh, sixty tickets to the Hollywood Bowl to see a various 
menagerie of artists that you're coming with me. What? No. Yes. No, I actually do think I'm 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 ready to not go to concerts. MMA. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to see a menagerie of MMA fighters do the greatest <laughs> music you've ever ever heard. This is what I would do about loud talkers, okay? I actually think that there's more to say before I can then get to it. What do you want to say? Well, cuz like what do you hang out with any? I guess you. No, because I don't get. No, no, I'm not a loud talker. Like, you know, this type of person where you feel that they they fully they commandeer conversation in such a way. I almost feel actually as an adult loud talking. You can be a loud talker without it being auditorily too loud. Like it doesn't necessarily even need to be that it's so loud. I think some people who ask banal or like super basic questions and like regularly i think that's a form of loud talking where where you make it so that you you can't have a conversation or something it's just like the kid who's raising his hand and just says the same thing teachers yeah it's, it's sort of just like 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 so what have you been up to like those kind of questions it's kind of like that's loud language to me because it uh, makes it okay. it's impossible for me to have a conversation. So this is a more nuanced approach. I mean, yeah. I'm literally just talking about volume. But no, uh, I know we got there just because I was like, please more, please more on the subject. Uh-huh. So then I had to get into a more uh, stone sort of. Uh, uh, you high right now? Plane? No, 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 no. But I, <laughs> I, I have that sort of permanent high personality from smoking weed so much All for my whole time, life. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I understand that. That's just annoying. That's just a conversation. Yeah. Like we're talking about conversational annoyances. Yeah. Definitely part of it. Definitely in the like. Uh, and, and the oppressive loud talker family, mm-hmm. a really strong first cousin. I think I might have, I actually think, I, I think maybe loud laughers are, are a little bit more egregious than loud talkers. Well, that's, a, that's a tick that I think that every comic has. Yeah. What, so when, many theaters and like that. Oh, 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 to laugh loudly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There is definitely that one type, but there are types of, uh, you know, civilian laughs where, where they have nothing. They're not a comedy person at all, but they, there are these, ty- there's this one type of laugh that really gets I, to we're me. Not ta- I want to clarify this. We don't mean people like la- la- loud laughing is great. Laugh like your ass off. Yeah, it's there's a specific laugh that is asking for attention uh, that I laughed. Where where you almost go like, did you even think that was funny? Yes, that's what we're, th- we're talking about. Like it's just attention to that person yeah, laughing. That's, yeah, that's what we're saying. So and uh, it's a you know we've all been around people like uh, yeah yeah what are you doing? And that yeah, happens like yeah. at work events. It doesn't happen just at comedy shows. Like someone who's just like like really wants a brown nose or whatever. Oh, oh it's almost always when I go back like to Chicago. It's it's always just like some guy who like works for the mayor's office or something, and he's he's got <laughs> yeah. We're like, geez, I don't think you felt that anywhere. And that also might be a cry of pain. I don't know. Yeah, it's a dark in room. the moment. Yeah, yeah like I'm they're feeling sure something on. in their back. It's a dark room. Yeah, I can't see what's happening. So I don't know if someone's in pain or enjoying it. Oh, okay. You know, I don't, don't want to get into that. I'll tell you right now, we're already there. Yeah. You can't you can't get out of it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You know what I mean? You're at some sort of party in a dark room and you hear that sound of someone <laughs> And you're, you, but then you start to panic. Is is he yes. scared? Is oh, that not laughter? Is he scared? Out. And I got six or seven people trying to hold me down, making sure that I don't cause like a stampede. But I throw them off of me, and I definitely get everyone running. I get the knees up, and I get the feet pumping, and we just rush. There's like sixty people with me right now, and we're going. And I'm at the tip of that. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. doing a flying V, but it's not obviously we're on the ground. Yeah, and Mighty Duck style, bust through that drywall. Charlie Conway. Who's that? That's the main guy and the the captain of the team. Oh, I'm thinking Conway. I'm thinking um, from Trump administration. And uh, so we bust through that. We bust through some like limestone wall. Kellyanne. Huh? Kellyanne. Conway. (laughs) So this is what I would do about loud talkers. And let's also bring in 
the nuances that you were speaking all, all of as the well. types all the all, types like just yeah. annoying conversation mm-hmm. very general but like all that stuff what i want to do is and i'm not going to bring in the vocal change or getting animals to be yeah. using that okay yes i don't want to use that but i do want to bring in another form of tech because you know me i'm all about wearable tech so at any moment, an individual is talking in a way that you don't feel comfortable with. We all have this collar, right? It's like one of those Celtic collars. You know, it looks like a torque. It's got just two sure, balls on the sure. side like that, right? So you can have like a different, ordin- uh, uh, what you call it, uh, embezzlements on there. Sure. It's like ornate. It can be cool as shit. And everyone's wearing them. And at any moment that you feel like the person talking is doing something out of like let's say a volume pitch you don't like or maybe they're just being too too much whatever you get to control their torque right which then pitches it back to where you want changes the tone however you want so you are then forced to do your speak however they want you to talk well but you don't even know that because you uh, no you do oh 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 because i i almost think it should just be happening in the ear of the listener no 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 because then they they're just receiving it in the, the way that they want the but it, it's not on the ear <laughs> no i know i'm giving an overall note yeah but you can't because this is my what i do yeah so okay. just, when you want to make the tech you can but you don't like going in the business with me this so is my you don't have an I... opportunity to get from the start or from the ground up but i came to you and i said i got these ideas i got these schematics yeah. and the first one had an earpiece a little bluetooth connectivity yeah. you said i don't like the ear thing I'm like, okay are we doing this together once again you told me no i don't want to get like like thrown down this rabbit hole with you where we got to spend hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars mm-hmm. in order to get this tech off the ground but i'll tell you this is the one and, and once again what? you were saying please please let me just let me just hide you in jail let me just hide you in jail for this one because i wanted the idea safe but why is it always that i have to go to jail because if they catch me then they'll never get the idea if they catch me then they'll never get the idea right because i'm not going to talk if they catch you you will talk right so i want you in a safe place like prison okay right where no one's going to find you think the safest place is prison hide in plain sight right and you'll get three meals a a day that that is a saying that is a saying you get three meals a day you make friends you play chess whatever the fuck right so you got the torque on and if like the voice changes you want to lower the voice it gets a little tighter Right? Oh, uh, like you want them to be like, hey, don't be so much. Gets a little tighter. Gets so tight to the point where the torque touches, finally cuts off any circulation to the head. They pass out and die. So, like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you have the power yeah. just to kill somebody that is like annoying you within a conversation. I think that's really, really smart and easily, easily implemented. I think so. I think that's great. What I would do is I would say, because I think the main place that this offense takes place is in a restaurant. And so I would say every restaurant should come with one additional room. Uh, We can call it the loud talker room. What you do is you set up about 30 microphones and 30 spotlights. And then you, you, the entire room is just speakers. It's wall to wall speakers. And you just let each person who's loud go in there and they just talk into the microphone. Every microphone is set to the exact same volume. And then you just the room will fill up with all these people who are just very loud talkers. And then they'll all just because they're only listening to themselves anyway. So just let them go in there and just kind of get it out. You know, let them just talk, 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 talk. And it's cross (laughs) and it's insane. But those I I think a lot of those people, that's kind of what they want. You want to put people in rooms today. This is what the vibe is. The other one, the chess room. Well, yeah, but that's like a comfy, cozy room. <laughs> you just—I'm just saying. Well, can you rooms. admit that? Can you admit that you and I are in a room right now? Uh, no, I can't. And why is that? <laughs> because I'm not sure. Yeah. Because right now, I don't. The way I designate rooms sure. are different than you do. Yeah. I would actually say we're in a small home. Yeah. And can you see how on uh, for me, just for me, that that's it? Almost feels hostile for you to be like that. No. Like to not be able to admit even the like if we can't even get on the same page of what reality is, how can we do any of this? Well, then let's f- first off buy the same book. <laughs> because okay. I said get on the same page. <laughs> 
Dictionnaire Infernal. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is... I don't know what this is, so I'm excited to hear about this it. Is, we're talking about the Infernal Dictionary, okay? Jacques de Plancy. All right, this guy writes this... Diction- that has to be perfect pronounce. I'm almost... <laughs> the pronounce was perfect, okay? Pronounce. The pronounce was perfect. Uh, and and, and Jackie, if I'm saying your name wrong, email us at you know pot at gmail.com. That's the writer of this book. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what is this book? This book is a compendium. It's it's of all the demons ever referenced within the Hebrew and Christian Bibles. Right. Oh. So it's ever it's all the big bads. Everybody, everybody, and no angels. Just just the in, you know the infernal dictionary, the bad boys. Mm-hmm. You got incubus. You got succubus. You got uh, red hot chili peppers. <laughs> so he's writing this this text, and this is what I find the most interesting out of all of this. Right. Like it's it's there have been updates to it. There's been um, when did this come out? This came out, I believe it was what was it. Oh shit! I want to say like, uh, eighteen eighteen is when it came out. Another drink. This is another drink you've opened. This came out in eighteen eighteen, so not long ago. Okay, right? eighteen eighteen, and so he, he's probably not alive. I don't know. Jacques. Just email me. Jacques. Well, he wrote this in eighteen eighteen, and he was not a believer. He wrote this, and like there was like a, a I respect that excerpt in the book of being like, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, he had to kind of kind of be like Christian forward of like, hey, yeah, you know, I don't believe, but it, it, this is still serious stuff, whatever." Uh, and then maybe uh, like fifteen years later, converts to Catholicism hardcore, and does other edits on the books, right? Like just like makes it like, you know, crazier and I'm like more extreme. And I love that. Like, so from making this work, whatever the fuck happened. Yeah. He hit a certain point. He's like, I'm into it. Yes. This is cool. I this is cool. Like, it was like someone doing a Marvel compendium. With, and at yeah. some point I was like, uh, like 10 years later. Sometimes I, I, I think a little bit that, that some types of like militant atheists are a little bit going like convert me. Yeah. You know, just like yes. prove, prove me wrong, and yes, then yes, yes. I'll join, and I'll be I'll be a devout You're and psychotic this. believer. You, you ha- you've already mastered the information, yeah, because you're weaponizing it to attack them, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like you believe that information is legitimate, yeah, already. So it's like if you didn't give a shit, I I, su- I support his conversion. <laughs> so do I. You know, I you're like cool that's shit. that's that feels like an informed conversion, and yes. I'm excited. I'm yes. excited for you. And you have a book. That has all these demons in there, and that all is these true. like, like that is true. Uh, For something I'm working on, I I wanted to have this big book that is a compendium of like old. Because what was it called? It was like it's because it's like it's like the book of demons or something. Yeah. And it, but it's because I was just wanted to read old random lore of <laughs> old cultures and shit. And yeah. There's a lot of really fun it's ones got in witches there. Witches and ghouls yeah, yeah, and goblins yeah. in there. But this is just it's pretty fun to read. Demons, uh-huh. you know, so like you know, fallen angels, etc. And like just like kings that like run like I hell. will say that does make me less interested there's i have i have it's definitely because i was raised in a catholic community but i have such a response where when i hear that something is christian i go like i don't care i, I this get all it, this like i just like is, picture it's like forms of imperialism through time like it's like the the spirit of imperialism or something this is fun to me because it's like the silmarillion yeah this is now just like a little well, famously considered the most boring tolkien book i don't think so i think it's fun as shit <laughs> oh no but famously considered to yeah, be the most you know boring what, those one people didn't know what the hell they were talking about yeah. 
Yeah, they, yeah, they, just super fans, uh, just yeah. super fans of all things before, Tolkien. They were there before the iPad. Well, everyone says it's basically like the Bible, so it's funny that you read it because it, it's everyone's like it's just like appendixes or appendices, yes. and it's all just it's that. cool information. You're like, yeah. and then this happened to this person. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, but that's one of those books where it's like you read it for a little while, like for too long, and you go like, wait, what the fuck yeah. am I even reading no. about right now? No, it's it's too it's too much. But there's something really fun about this, and I love this within Christianity any, and Judaism as well, and, and uh, all the Judaic uh, Christian and Abrahamic faiths. Like you know, you're losing Islam, me. You're losing me. Is that there is there is a major weight that goes into the the villains, right? Like, we know so much about hell and Satan, etc. We don't really talk that much about heaven and all the good stuff, right? Like yeah. it's just it's just implied, but like we go into crazy detail. Yeah, about, yeah. Like what's gonna happen? Yeah, because we're just there. well, we're just gonna feel jealous of the all all the good ones. Like everyone in heaven who's just doing good stuff, you know, you're just like, I'm jealous. Yeah, fuck. You dude. have eternal life. I don't want to hear about yeah, you. I want to hear about the guy who got his eyes cut out because he looked at someone who that's, loved that's or whatever the fucking dude. shit we, is. You know, we, we like horror movies now. Those are like super popular franchises and shit. Same reason, man. I want to know. Give me like the 70 movies for Jason Voorhees. That's what I'm looking for. I got, I got a little lost here. So what are you talking about? I'm talking about we love villains. We like villains more than heroes. Yeah. That's just how it goes. We, we think it's more interesting. We like to get freaked out. We like to know who we're fighting against. All that shit. It's I'm not just, sure I agree with that. It's Well, I, I do. I mean, throughout time, the people that we keep on. No, I think we're interested. We're interested in the villains. It's it's they're icky. I don't know, man. We like even in our own culture, but, but but people sure do like their heroes as well. We're I mean, we're living in the Marvel era. People definitely like their heroes because I'm I, I feel like one of the most boring things in art is the hero narrative. Like, you know, I, I liked how the new Dune movie looked, but I found it so boring because it was just like the same old thing that we're doing. Point. That like if there was a great villain. No, 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 but that's me. But I am ever. No one else is saying that same thing. Everyone else is like this is great. Yeah, it's another, I, and it's Christ. It's like the Christ figure over you, and over you, and all like these things. Why was the Matrix so good? Because it was a Christ figure. Yeah, yes. Okay. But you had that guy who was like a Fed running around there. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Agent so, Smith. Yeah. That's that's him, right. Like he was just a great villain. Like having a yeah. great villain. Hugo Weaving. Uh, also in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Just fucking dope. I feel like the villain, the big bad. Oh, makes... what was his name in that? I almost said a sealed door, but that's not right. Oh no, that's who throws the ring. Yeah. In there. yeah a sealed yeah. door. That's yeah, a, yeah. He's saying it to El- him. Elrond, not El- El- Elrond. El- yeah. Elrond yeah. El- 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 Hubbard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lafayette Hubbard. <laughs> And I and I just feel like there is something so human <laughs> yeah. in the interest to do so that the, the book became so popular because everyone yeah. wanted to know about the villain. Yeah, about it's, the, it's like it's early ghost story books. Exactly. Yeah. Later, later than that. This is 1818. So like they've already had like all this other shit. Going. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I meant like when you were a kid, I meant early ghost story books in that some one of my earliest interests in yes. books as a kid was ghost story books because it's it makes you feel scared. Yeah, when you go to Scholastic Book Fair, that's what you're yeah, scooping yeah, yeah. up. And there's totally. that like kind of like spectral image on the front. Yeah, and, it's yeah. a little holographic, yes. little raised image. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. On, I want to touch that when I open yeah. the book. So that that to me was just like it's such an interesting text, mm-hmm. such an interesting story with the author. Started as like an agnostic, and then became well, because what it really devout. ultimately is is it's just a compendium of story thematic stories that have been told over time, and it's it just so happens that the the theme is ghouls and demons and whatever yeah and so even if you are you read it in a secular way where like that's you know how i would say i would look at this demon book that i have where i go i don't believe in any of this but what i do believe in is that people are saying these things and that's kind of interesting that they come up with these are the scary things that that person came up with Mm -hmm. it's pretty fun to read about it is and it's really interesting to know like oh you can trace a lot of those symbols a lot of the 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 like the traits of those demons 
the specific people in history or like horrific mm-hmm. events. You're like, oh, I know when this was written, what was going on in Jerusalem? Like, oh, okay, the Romans did that. Like, uh-huh. okay, yeah, they would. That would be another fear. Well, that and, we and the, the overall tradition of being a human being for the last hundred thousand years is is um, just constant horrifying tragedies at every single step of the yeah. way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you're so, like, yeah. There's a lot of great stuff to pull from there. <laughs> a lot of hot, <laughs> a lot of hot content. Yeah. I here's what I would do with what is this called? The Infernal Dictionary. With the Infernal Dictionary is I would add some contemporary politicians to it. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I think what I would do is I would I would add in a, a contemporary section where it's all written like like late night style <laughs> and it, and it's all dude? about contemporary politicians. Is this a five minute set of yours? Can we get Ted Cruz in there, oh, please? Shit. And thank you. Let's get a little Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, so that's what I would do. I just get so I just get a juice a little humor in there from contemporary politicians. I like your play on that, and, Thank I, and, you. I, and I'm gonna kind of hinge to it a little bit here by bringing it into modernity. <laughs> except I'm going to make this book just like my torque tech. I'm gonna also give this book some tech, and mm. we can employ this in other things. But this is the first time we're going to be doing this, where we're gonna dip the book in this fucking virtual liquid, right? But it's real liquid, but it's virtual. So whenever you <laughs> open the page, the images are created based off the text, right? So it's like an AI generating what it's reading and that's going to create this this living demon. Now you can uh-huh. say it's I like, like Westworld. It's a little Westworld dude. I, I don't know if that happened in the show. But like I don't think it technically <laughs> did, but it, it's sort of like that the that they're they're created. The the images in in basically Anthony Hopkins' mind are then made into little androids that walk around the uh, world. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. I, I wish I hadn't said did anything. Did you ruin it for me? No, not really. Uh, and you know, just watch season one. It's uh, kind of the only good one. Okay. Well, I saw the movie, so that's all I yeah. can. Oh, about. nice. Uh, but so the I know what you're saying. Also, what aren't there illustrated pieces within the text? Yes. Are we going to use those? No. Why? Because AI is taken over. It's already here. Yeah. Am I on strike? Yes, I am. Do I want AI to write scripts? No, I don't. Do I want them to take over art in general? No. No, but this is just a version of it, okay? And this this was gonna happen. If you're an artist, you get a cut of all the profits. You get a cut of all the profits, okay? That's how I'm gonna make this work, all right? But you get the images created. What's the size of the cut? You get a cut. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta give everyone a cut. Yeah. I gotta give everyone a cut. Mm-hmm. And do the cuts have to be equal? Of course, do you, do of you get a cut? Do. Of course I get a cut. Oh, okay. I so could. you're getting a cut of I'm what an artist. the AI is. And you're getting a cut as an artist. Yeah, because are yeah. you getting an additional cut as the person who came up with the program? Well, that's a different position. Position, <laughs> and so you're, and but so yes, that's a different position, and so you get a different cut for that. So you get, I'm saying you're getting multiple cuts from all of these things, and then the multiple, artists multiple. are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just checking. But yeah. No, go on with the idea because I also don't think it makes any sense. It does. Okay, go on. The images that are created based on the text, sure. however horrific they are, actually have mass and can attack you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how big are the images? They're not going to be that big. Eight feet tall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Even if it says in the text that it's two feet tall, you're like, but we just have a system here. Everything comes out eight feet tall. Yes. Eight feet tall. So we're going to need to stretch that two foot tall thing out into an eight footer, baby. It'll figure it out. Yeah. It's the AI work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm done. And so, so each creature can only be created once, or you could have a whole army of them. Well, if you keep flipping pages, they're going to keep popping up. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm saying you could just stay on the same page and just create like a thousand incubuses. Oh, yeah. If you push it back and then another one would pop up. Yeah. Wait, what's the, how's the tech? What do you mean? Can't you just pick one page and it just keeps doing that one page? What? No, because it has to like live on top of that page. Oh, oh, the the creature uh, does. Yes, it doesn't walk out in the world and like go do stuff. No, it has to stay on the page. Oh, that text sucks. <laughs> <laughs> This 
is this is what I'm actually very excited about um, because we were just chatting about it beforehand uh, and we were both like, I do like this. That's cool. And Joey made a joke that I like. I, I don't talk like that. That was me. You said we both. Yeah, but then I just an example because I'm only respected. I'm only comfortable doing an impression of myself. I do like this. That's how I sound. You think you talk like Smeagol? I wish I did. We all do. He looked so happy before he killed his friend. That guy won an Oscar. Yeah, the dead friend. <laughs> uh, um, but this is the uh, the ship of Theseus. Theseus, the founder of Athens, goes and gets his boys, right, after leaving King Minos, a.k.a. bad guy, for creating that labyrinth where the... Uh, which a minute you're losing me. Let's just stay. I'm just telling stay, you what happened. Just stay focused on the key thing. I'm telling you right it. now. Theseus gets all his people off of Minos's rule, right? Minos had the Minotaur, bad guy, throwing people in there to sacrifice. Piece of shit. Now, do we even know if that existed? Of course it didn't, okay? But we did find it. It doesn't matter. We'll get into that. So, Bronze Age Kings. Theseus then finds founds Athens with the ship, right? To uh, commemorate that achievement, every year they take the ship and they go back to the island of Delpoi, is that where it is? Or wherever the fuck they go, okay. where, where it went down. And over the centuries, after maintaining the ship, philosophers ask the question like, okay, hey, um, since there's been so much construction and maintenance on the ship... Uh, does this st- is this still Theseus' ship? Yeah, if if over the course of its going back and forth, if you change out piece after piece after piece, is it still the same ship? Even changing the mast, mm-hmm. one one thing or completely, but it's still the same form. It's just slowly over time. Is the same thing. My first thought on this is, what an asshole at the party. Yeah, that was your first thought, and I think that's really true. It's like three hundred years. We're just celebrating. It's just a fucking national holiday. We're dude. all just trying to drink champagne. It's like it. It, 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 this we're try- is, and we're trying to hopefully get to bed a little early tonight. It's like, you know that this trip doesn't take a day. Yeah. It's like a week, two weeks long party, and you're going to just shit on it going, hey, literally, it's like, yeah. shut the fuck up. But dude. it's great, though, because it does lead into, you know, sort of more stone philosophy, sort of philosophy of the mind sort of stuff. Of, I, I appreciate the question. The, the continuation of your own sense of self and identity and stuff. Uh, but here's my thing we don't celebrate that anymore. Maybe because Athens. It's like not. We don't a, celebrate what this this festival. Oh, okay, like maybe because Athens isn't just its own polis, right? It's like absorbed into Greece. Sure, that like that's just why. I but don't think we need to focus on the festival aspect I, at all. I am because it's like. What, what about just the philosophical aspect? The, can't you think when you're partying? Sure. It, I guess. It, yeah. Sorry. Continue about the isn't festival. Isn't there philosophy behind like mixing like oh should I have tequila and gin? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's so philosophy. Like, I suppose. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's like you know. I really do believe that this question got brought up and just derailed the festival and a lot of other shit that yeah. for a long time. Oh, I agree with that interpretation. And that the, pisses that, me that, off. That this question single-handedly killed all the festivities and then they stopped celebrating it. Yeah. Yeah. I really do believe that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's kind of a version. It's like the early Greek version of saying Santa doesn't exist. And everyone just is We're like, because like, nah, one guy, nah, nah. What, what the one guy was basically saying is it's not the same shit. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah. And then it kind of kills the kills the whole vibe. This philosopher was just being an asshole. Yeah. Just naysaying to naysaying. I think that's a, that's a critical, critical uh, part of philosophy is kind of being a little bit of an asshole. I mean, a little bit. But you kind of like, have to be. I think there is a place where you just got to know, you're like, I'm not going to. Aristotle, doesn't he have that cup? Aristotle's cup? 
where like the like he it was a prank cup where like if you tipped it a certain way it'd spill on you. It had like a little spigot at the or, I don't know. I think that Aristotle had like one of the philosophers had that and I was like, that's a fun goof. Yeah. You're drinking wine with your boys, and yeah. you like you hand the new guy the cup and you're like, Oh, I got on your robe. Yeah. But then you just rage like, let's go at it. Yeah. You party afterwards. You and, love a good goof, huh? Oh, I love getting goofed and I love giving goofs. Yeah, because I know that you're you're and I'm not even calling you immature here at all. But I know that in your apartment, you do have a bucket full of water over like partially open doors or piss <laughs> over partially open or closed doors so that if anyone opens the door the whole way, the bucket spills on them. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I just feel like it's not as much of a goof as oh, you think it is. Dude, I was wrong. It's Pythagorean's cup. Oh, sure. So he's the one that if you do yeah, it's so even cooler. Wouldn't it be Pythagoras? Pythagorean cup. It's just oh, a style oh, okay. of cup. Yeah. So it's a style of cup. Yeah, but it's just like, dude, that's so cool that they were, he was just, he was just a practical joker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, dude. I love and that, that stuff. lights you up. It lights me up. absolutely lights you up to go. And you now feel like you have a little affinity or affection for Pythagoras. Yeah. Exactly. Like we would vibe. Yeah. We would have a good time. I wouldn't be able to totally understand what the hell he was talking about just because it's Greek. Yeah. But even if it was a number shit, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But, but he would, he would like love it if when you met him, you had one of those buzzer things on your hand. He'd probably go insane. And you're like, nice to meet you. And he's like, he's like, A squared plus B squared equals. And you're like, what he would like is the can of snakes. Where like you open it up and the snakes are spring loaded. Yeah. Because then he's like, what are these springs? And I'd blow his ass like that. But that's interesting that you have to make it that he wouldn't like the thing I suggested but he would like the thing you randomly because suggested. Because no one likes to get shocked. No, but I'm just saying it's so interesting because what if I had said the snakes thing? Then he wouldn't have liked that. No, because in their time they actually were scared of snakes so that would actually be scary to him. He should get his hand buzzed. Like, I don't know why the thing always for you has to become this type of competition. So what did we just prove? That you would vibe with Pythagoras better? Like, that's what the whole thing you're trying to prove is, is to, oh, I got to show, I got to show that I got little pranks and I really understand little prankster types like Pythagoras who one <laughs> second ago I thought was Aristotle. But now, I, now only I connect with him, you Mike. You didn't even know about the cup. You didn't even know about the cup. And it doesn't affect anything. Yeah, it does. It's, it doesn't matter it at all. It affects the vibe. But even, even just saying that, even just saying that diverts attention away from the fact that you had to win the imagined affection of Pythagoras in that scenario. He didn't like my buzzer thing. He would only like your can of snakes. It's just but too But what forward. does that say about you? Can I that talk? You have to be right in the abstract. Can I talk? Why can't they? Why can't he like mine and like yours? Can I talk? Can I say something? Yes. The reason he he would like yours. Honestly, would. Yeah, exactly. That's a little, uh, what's the guy's name for? It's going for you. <laughs> it's because it's a technology that it's unfamiliar to him. Right. It'd freak his ass. Yes. Not in a good way. Why not? Because he'd be scared that you had some kind of power of Zeus and that you shocked him, dude, and you'd get beheaded. I'd pop out snakes out of an aluminum can. Yeah. You know what they're thinking? Chill guy. Fun guy. Yeah. I, I might, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting like awards. And so, and once shit. again, so once again, what, what I do gets me beheaded. What you do, you get awards. Just it's just something to point out. I think it's just something to point out. Um, I I think that they should. Uh, you know, I I think I've said this on this before, but I really feel like there should be more of any kind of focus on philosophy. Uh, if when uh, for kids, yeah. Like I don't feel like I ever took I never learned anything even related to philosophy until I was in college I think but it, it was sort of just never a thing anywhere. Like you'd kind of learn about the Greeks, but you don't learn. 
anything related to philosophy really uh and so i think i would do you, you know like when you'd have to do those like you got to build like a, a cell in your early biology class or you got to like do those Another sort of at-home projects i think you got to do something where you build it and then you keep changing out the pieces over the course of you know six months or whatever and never during that time is the teacher explaining that by the end it'll be a completely different thing and then you just blow the minds of the kids at the end of each semester oh, that's interesting yeah yeah you're talking about critical thinking for you and the, they, yeah, and and but in a specific way where it has to blow their minds. Yeah. Like when no, it, I just it, like, anytime something blows your mind as a kid, it's like now now it is meaningful to you. That's I what it's all about. Educating in philosophy, yeah, like the critical thinking. That's what like yeah. I don't want you to have that. Yeah, sorry to have a real answer there. Yeah, it's all right. No, but I actually do love your answer because I'm actually going to take it in some oh, way. Right so, right. so I want to use that. Except same curriculum, same factor. Except we bring in your parents. And then, oh, we get to put this piece in them. Da, 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 da. And then, then at the end of the curriculum, we have to go, is this your mom or not? Could you change so much? Is that your real mom? And now that kid doesn't know if they have like a robot, a clone, if that's their yeah, real Yeah, what parent. are the pieces you're changing with the Arms, mom? Arms, legs. You know what I'm saying? Like we have like intensive surgeries. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like orthopedic people with hammers smacking in the hip bones in there. So it's just like you are doing this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're like actually changing out limbs, organs, eyes all that stuff yeah. it's all one for one so it all like it's the same it, goes it looks exactly the exactly same exactly the same but is it and this is your company that's running this because i just don't have like full confidence this that it's gonna my, look exactly the same this is my montessori yeah yeah, yeah so you're a hundred percent it's gonna look exactly the same because you just seem like someone who would go like this yeah this, like you're eyeballing it no, I'm, yeah, we're gonna have eyeballs. No, but I'm saying that you're. You seem like you go like, yeah, this is basically oh, the same face. I seem face. like I'm the guy who's got a Logitech controller for a two hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> ticket on a submarine ride. You think I'm that kind of guy? I don't even know what that's referencing. I got two companies that are kicking ass. Okay, okay. One of them is that tag prison situation. Yeah. The other one is the torque conversation one. Okay. Yeah. The book one didn't really work out because a virtual liquid tech didn't take. Uh-huh. So I still got to figure that out. All right. But don't you think and so? <laughs> what is going on in your mind? that you have pitched these companies in the last 30 minutes and that already one of them quote unquote didn't work out <laughs> because of the technology well, we ruined the and book. the other two are working but just in our conversation we ruined it no it happened you- and so it's all just happening Dude, I don't even know how to like explain yeah. this to you. Okay, no, I can tell because you're you're pushing up against the limits of your reality. <sighs> no, but your reality. Yes, no, is that's what it is. Reality. You're pushing up against the limits of my reality. Yeah, that's true. I would All agree right. with that. I'll <laughs> okay. give you that because I am swimming, dude. Okay, yeah. I am free. Some of the businesses are falling apart though, and there are a lot of complaints. And some people are saying you're unstable. Yeah, but each piece that falls off, guess what? That's another business. Yeah, but that's what about the people who are mounting that big attack to try to bring you down as CEO? Well, I got the DraftKings ready to go. Yeah. So and what are they planning to do? Well, they're planning to they're ride. fight them to the death. Ride or die. Exactly. And what do you get when your DraftKings win the battle? Uh, the parlay right now is three grand. Yeah. Okay. So you only get three <laughs> grand and that's 50 lives spent. Yeah. So of your army of 50 and that's 50 Royals versus 50 other Royals, yep. whoever wins gets three grand. Well, that's my bet. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, so someone else could be betting way more and get way more out of it. A hundred percent. If you go to DraftKings.com, you're going to be able to see all the different breakdowns for any event you want. So you and can, then when you talk about the successes of your torque necklace, what's going on there? What do you mean? What are the successes you're experiencing? Uh, retention. Yeah. Uh, product development. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people enjoying oh, the retention it. rates really high. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Because people when I'm talking, people are listening. Yeah. So the retention's high. What 
I'm talking people listening. And then so the and in the incarcerated tag system, how is that working up? Because I do seem to recall that a critical part of it was that I am in jail for it. So how are you working over that hurdle with me yeah. being sitting just right here where I was 40 minutes ago when we first talked about that? Just as I know you did say, how is that making up? But let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. And it's making all the way up. All right. Mm-hmm. Up in the stocks, up in the money, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm making it. Okay. And you're really asking, how is it profitable? What's happening? Yeah. At this point, just at this point. Yeah, because I'm guess I'm I'm helping more people become incarcerated. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm 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 actually passing legislation Great. that makes pettier and pettier crime federal offenses. Uh huh. And now I'm worried to ask this because not a ton of time has passed since this. But how are things going with the Frankenstein's monster situation you're doing with replacing parents' limbs and body parts and everything to make them a different person over the course of a semester? What is that? Just from six or seven, I mean, maybe four <laughs> minutes ago, your idea that you had about the ship of Theseus and how you'd implement it in schools. But with- I got to say that's your idea. <laughs> great. <laughs> that's your great. Business. Great. Yeah. No, that's you got great CEO energy and I really appreciate it. talking about wi-fi you were talking about <laughs> wi-fi another tech man now joey wanted this one to be about fast wi-fi yep. but for no reason i gave the note let's just make it wi-fi yeah, I was like, why make it more sometimes, general sometimes sometimes you gotta just give a note for no reason That's this is ju- something i've really learned in my time in, in hollywood if you send anyone a script or a proposal for yeah. a script or if you even just text a general idea and they're in a position of even just moderate they're a they're a manager at jamba juice well the, the fact that you they're gonna them? get they're, yeah, exactly. Gives them power over you. Yeah, they're like, it's actually my idea now, and here's how I'm going to fix it. So understanding it. that you're vulnerable is everyone's going to be like, well, let me tell you why I didn't like it. You're like, what? Yeah. What? yeah, people love to get right to that, and that's what I did with fast Wi-Fi. We made it just Wi-Fi. Now, Wi-Fi is the greatest thing that's ever happened. I love it so much. It's the shit. It's the fucking shit. It's awesome. I mean, the internet is bad. Wi-Fi itself, though, is pure. It's, it's, it's cool. like It's the soul. Exactly. It's the soul of, of, of the internet. Cars are bad. Gasoline is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just pure gasoline. It's just it's, it's just, just highly pure good. alcohol. Exactly. That's all it is. And the reason I wanted to talk about fast Wi-Fi, because I feel like it's such an advantage into so many people's lives and to not have fast Wi-Fi is such a disadvantage. I also so feel many- like I can't get fast Wi-Fi. No. I paid for the goddamn uh, what you call lithium cables, whatever the fuck it is, uh, for for AT and T. What's that like the the sure fiber, fiber optics, wire. fiber optics, what the hell they're called? And still, still, yeah, it's not that fast. I'm like, what the fuck? I know, I don't understand. Well, it's also like I'm not even doing anything that actually truly requires fast Wi Fi. I but just I, want but it. It's still like, come on. When it's I, 2023, when they told me that this it is, should it should be. I should be getting sick with how fast it is. It should be instantaneous and it should be free and it should be a public service. Yeah. Like there's no reason that this, that like everything is a subscription crazy. fee. Now there is no mom and pop Wi-Fi centers. Yeah. Like you actually cro- said this to me before. Uh, this is interesting. There are no private enterprises that offer Wi-Fi. I know that there was, I forget where maybe in Colorado, there was a, a township that started to do this uh-huh. and, and gave you exactly what we're talking about unnerfed Wi-Fi, which is like, what do you, we're, we're all going to pay this like public work. Yeah. And everyone has going to have the fastest Wi-Fi humanly available at the moment. Yeah. And they got it. Yeah. And sounds awesome. And I moved there right now. Okay, of course, look this shit up because it's just so cool. Lobby your own uh, uh, politicians, local governments to get this shit. It's amazing. It's never going to happen in LA. I recently, big, 
I recently canceled my uh, like cable package and stuff. And when I was doing the canceling, and of course, you have to call in to do it. The guy was like, he's like, okay, sure. Let me just go through the cancellation thing. Oh, actually popping up. We have an amazing deal for if you stay on as a customer, then actually you get these channels for free. And I was like, oh, that just popped up. Oh, um, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm still going to cancel. Are you sure? Because we also have another deal. Yeah, and he literally did that. And he keeps me on the phone for like 15 minutes and goes, oh, actually, you can get all of that and plus two free phone lines. Like, he's just desperate. And so, you know, I go through and I cancel it. And then I was like, I should just call my internet place and just say I'm going to cancel it and just see what they'll give me. And that is the trick. And you got to just do that. But then that really pisses me off. Yeah. Because then I did do that. Yeah. And then they were like, actually, we can give you you extra gigabytes a month and it's actually, it'll cost you less. I'm like, just give me that the whole time. But you know what you're doing? You're talking capitalism to capitalism. That's what you're doing. No, no, no. no. Why are we playing this game? It's a game we were born into, buddy. We got to do it again in like three months. Like every three months, I feel like I got to go. Actually, it's not really so good. Yes, yes, yes. Damn right. And guess what? Because you can. You can leave whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's that's when they're like, no, no, no. Because all the that little what is it like, like even if you're paying like a hundred some dollars or paying fifty bucks, whatever uh-huh. the fuck it is, they need that money. Yeah, and they want they it bad. Now, is that what you're supposed to do when trying to buy a car? Yes, always be willing to walk away. Oh God, that's kind of that's hard. It is hard because yeah, that really plays done. on yeah, and it's it sounds annoying, and then it also like plays on my like social uh, uncomfortability. This is something like okay, like I, I don't even want to be talking to this guy to begin no, no, no. with. What? I can't say. I gotta leave now. When I was getting a car, uh, and I was with was with my dad. Obviously, you gotta have like a co-signer. You can't be like just yeah. getting a little baby. Uh, he <laughs> would have um, uh, like a piece of paper. He would bring out. He'd use a, like a thick black sharpie from theirs, yeah. and then just do the math with them, and then just keep calling them out about stuff. And like, just if you, the math is oh, the whole thing. Oh, that's smart. And you're just writing there. Like you said, this number. You said the total was. The, and then they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then he's like, the way he gets upset is exactly the same thing. Oh, like, nah. that actually sounds really fun. It's a lot of fun because you we come into it this idea of like I want to be nice and they're going to give me a good deal. Yes, no, and it's not that at all. They're preying a on thousand you. percent. So you got to go in there and be like, I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, I just made fifteen dollars today i think i've told you this before but i when i bought my car like some years ago i i went in and i was selling my previous car which i had gotten with my dad and i was sort of saying to the guy that i was like i really want to get rid of this car reminds me of my dad my dad died like two years ago so it's like you know i just want to get rid of it and i really believed that by saying that even though it was a little bit manipulative i was like well the guy will understand like i'm not here to make deals and do all this shit i'm just trying and then he was like i got you man and then whatever I was, whatever I was paying for like a month, I remember at some point being like, wait, I feel like this is way more than I was paying before. And it was like, a, then I showed it to my lawyer. He's like, oh, yeah, you got completely ripped off. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm an idiot, of course, well, but they, it was still like, wow, really? You, you guys are just that predatory. Capitalism huh? talking to capitalism. Yeah. Man. They don't give a shit about your feelings. You got to go in there big dick in it. And that's how they know that. Yeah, that guy's literally like, I killed your dad. That's yeah. all he's thinking about. And he wants to. He's and like, he, I wish I go back in time. <laughs> Two years. Fuck, dude. So like, yeah, there there is a, a language that needs to be understood and spoken to get it done. That feels like uh, it, it's sort of leveling up as a parent. Yeah, like I, I'm thinking of myself as a dad. I'm going like, oh wait, I have to now learn how to do that. Well, you got to. So I don't have that 
instinct no, at all, my it. friend. You learn it. You yeah. do. You learn it. And this is the thing. Like you have to be one person in the relationship is has to be the big bad. One person's got to be like, give me the phone. Listen, I made a reservation three oh, months ago. God. And now you're telling me that the queen set is not available. Yeah, yeah. You told me who am I talking to? Yeah, yeah. Elaine? Yeah, because he's really naturally to you. I love, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm quick to be like, all right, let's just cancel the whole thing. It's all. It's fine. Let's you just know what? go. And I don't need the family. I just like get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. You know, we got a little off topic, but I feel like the topic we found was exactly where we needed to be. Yeah, but the only thing you don't need to do is point that out. I would say. <laughs> I agree. You know what I mean? Like, just let it be, kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. then to point out that we got off of the subject, then kind of. Then not, why the fuck uh, to have the subject? Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, but, but I'm saying that's what you just that's what you just got us to by pointing out that we got and off aren't the you subject. Glad I did. No. That's what I'm saying is I'm not happy about that. You just pointed it out. And now we're not only not on subject, but we're not on any. We're not even on the, the non-subject we were on before. This now is, it's just back to Bickerland. This is what I would do about Wi-Fi. I'd put out an APB on Craigslist as well as the New York Times and ask for a group of adventurers to come with me to discover the full name of what is Wi-Fi. Because we don't know that yet. Uh-huh. And I feel like if we know its name and we can speak it aloud, we can then control Wi-Fi. Because I feel like for the moment, Wi-Fi is hiding behind its its fake name. It's, it's an incomplete name. Yeah. And once we have like... If we know the name, it's kind of like a Rumpelstiltskin exactly. situation. If we know the name, then, we can harness it. Exactly. And then we go into the highest tower in the highest land. Uh-huh. And, I scream and it's going to start spinning that hay or that straw into gold. What? <laughs> <laughs> here's what I here's what I would do with Wi-Fi. I don't even know how how it's gonna end. Oh oh well no because <laughs> everything you say is like um it's like a geometric object that has no start or end. it's like a polyhedron where it there's no no like starting point. It's sort of equal on all sides, and Thank so you. there is no beginning or end. Thank you. And so it's just words that are kind of creating a general image and a general structure, but there's no purpose and there's no like meaningful temporality to it. It's just kind of like it's chaos or whatever. And so it, it's super easy to interrupt because you go like, oh no, it doesn't ever end. It's not super easy to interrupt. Yeah, it is. No, it's I not. have no problem doing it you at all. You have no problem doing yeah, it because super it's easy. so easy. No, no, because there's no logical no, 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 stream no. that you are following. So at any point, if I just cut it off, it's not a problem. Because so in your brain, you're going, I, you're like, I actually think if you get cut off, that's the only time that you have peace. Because then the the stream in your brain that just has to go, 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 go the whole time you're talking, it gets to just rest. So and it's just the silence of not listening. Because I know you're not listening. You're saying that I'm asking to be interrupted. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I am. Exactly. By having nothing to say, you are asking to be interrupted. To no, no, no. You you say a lot, but you have nothing to say. I, I, I do have something to say. Oh, okay. Right now, I have something to say. June 30th, 9.30 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion. The whole show is just becoming ads for that show. What about all of the people who don't live in L.A.? Come to L.A. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's sort of like advertising something in my living room. Yeah, but I also like it's just, you're going like no, every no, night no, no. in my living room. No, you're going to that's where First I off, that's where I put my water glass. It's one night, June 30th. Right, but I'm saying it's room. so local. It's yes, just it's just you know, it is. anyone who doesn't live here. It's just yeah. it's just an interruption. I am being paid it's by just the an ad. LA it's just an ad. Board. To promote the city and invite individuals. Who I don't want to see the receipts of what they're paying you. No, you don't get to see those books. Here's what I would do with Wi-Fi: is I would make it have a physical presence, and so at all times, like if we're sitting in this room right now, it's just coursing through the room, and it's we're we're, we're in a field it. of it. Yeah, 
That's it. Just a little more interactive. <laughs> Does it seem interactive? Seems annoying as hell. Yeah, it should be a little bit annoying because I feel like Wi-Fi is just in the air. Yeah, so it's everywhere. Yeah, so, so there's just a haze over everything. So then you're going to need people like. Well, then it's going to make it really nice to get away from Wi-Fi, isn't it? It's everywhere. Yeah, but then you get out into the woods. If you get far enough away, it's you're going to get into a brief there. clearing. One brief clearing what about where you Starling? can breathe. What about Starling? for just one second? We're out of the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I want it to pollute our lives. Yeah, but it's not doing that now. And I love Wi-Fi. It's not doing that now. I know, but I want it to. To then get away from it. Yes, because metaphorically, it is polluting our lives. But then I want it to literally pollute our lives so that the metaphor can kind of, we can apply it differently. Because then it's literal. Because now it's not a metaphor anymore. great. I have bad news for you. Why must I be tortured again by all this? It might be a strange idea, but it's mine. So, here we go. You're in charge of clay, all clay, right? Yeah. And you're running this factory because it's a factory. Think like something in the 30s, huge, massive, to- like smokestacks is pumping out all that clay smoke. You're walking around and right, you're talking to some foreman and all that stuff. Someone comes up and he says, hey, I got this new thing. It's called GAC. Oh, this thing I invented shit. it's in a break room. It's called yeah. GAC. Do you want to play with it, sir? Do you want to play with it? Uh-huh. You see this. You know what it is, right? You yeah, it's have- the fucking death knell of my company. My, the you- fucking the future is fucking fucked for me and right this now. Boyish, this young employee comes up so excited. They're they're a young inventor. They they you they know they don't know what they just offered. Yeah, you. what do you do? Bury him in clay. <gasps> yeah, you gotta do it because whatever reason I'm picturing we're in the 1920s here. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I can get away with it. I can probably get away with it. I mean, you're wealthy enough. Yeah. And then I I think I bury the GAC, too. And I I say, like, we don't need that getting out. Even though I could get maybe money for the idea or whatever, it still just is going to make clay not as cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to. Yeah. It's just it it turns it it immediately into. Christ. Yeah. So what's one death? Huh? What? Uh, (laughs) All right. I'm I'm, I'm providing all of these people and all of their families financial security through clay. I think you're, like, stealing most of the money. I think it's well. Let's take a look labor. at the books. Let's take a look at the books, right. and we'll talk about it off mic. Don't touch my foot. You kicked into mine. Don't touch if the, it. Then. If the top of your foot hit Don't the bottom of my, my foot, foot, then that means you touched mine. Because of where your little bottom feet are going. Yeah, it was just. It's been there. Is the thing. Sure, it was. It's going kind of owned that spot. It was. It's kind of owned that spot. It was going seesaw. You're a big, friendly cartoon dinosaur, Sweet. and you're in New York City. Holy. But it's New York City, and it's New York City right now. I know, it. and it's not in cartoon form. So you're the only cartoon. You're kind of a Roger Rabbit out in the real world, right? And everyone loves you, and you look really, really friendly. You're big and green, and you're a little bit fat, but it's like in a <laughs> yeah, non-threatening yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. way. Yeah, and people love it. I'm lived in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and people goes, there goes the friendly dinosaur, and you're like, hey, good morning to you. Uh-huh. And then, but sometimes you'll growl and do a whole big thing, and people I got love emotions. It. And then, but when you go home, and you live in like a big firehouse kind of thing. It's the only place that can house gotcha. you, and you're so you it's are, not a home made of fire. No, no, no. It's not a house like the, made of fire. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm the, sorry about that. It's like the Ghostbusters. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry about that confusion. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a home made out of I'm fire. I'm a cartoon dinosaur living you in New York. Know anything can happen. <laughs> okay. Anything can happen. I am with you. I agree with you. And there's no way. How do we know if you could survive a house of fire? You're I not could. a dragon. Okay. I could. Regardless, that's not what we're dealing with here. So you go into this firehouse, whatever, and you close the door and you always you do a silly bit. You're kind of leaning under the door and you're Whoa, I'm still looking at you as the doors are closing. What happens when the door and closes? And then right when they close, you go, I fucking hate this city. Come on, I hate man. all these people. No, I don't. And you're not that friendly of a dinosaur. No, I am. Now, as the non-friendly secret dinosaur who, drink. that, who drinks, I was going to say, how does he deal with it? I drink. And does he ever just let it slip and he goes out there and he just gets mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get 
idiots out there. I go to a local yeah. bar and then people can't tell I'm there because I'm wearing a trench coat. Yeah. Um, and it shrinks you in size to wear the trench coat. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, no, you're saying it doesn't. So no, same size. Same size wearing a trench coat. And then cartoon, you know, animated yeah. skin coming out wherever a, it can be seen. Awesome trencher. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's nice. Yeah. And I get hammered and someone comes up, like there's a local at a bar and we're talking yeah. and like some like new tourist or whatever who's like, hey, you that that sort of stuff. And I just want to drink and I go, you fuck, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. eat them. Yep. And I yep. eat that person and then the feds come out and everyone like helicopters all this shit and I'm like, da da It's a huge standoff. They yeah. shoot me with their human bullets. It doesn't kill me. I act like it did and then I, when they're taking the body out, I talk to the coroner who's a good friend of mine because I would pay them to give me their bodies. When they're taking the body out, I pay the coroner. Me. Oh, when they're when they're when they're taking the guy out of you. No, no, that no, you no, ate. no, no. They're taking. Well, oh, me when out. they're taking the body. They, they oh, think so, I died. I didn't. So committed to the illusion of your own death are you that you're referring to yourself as the body? Yes, that's great. And I'm talking to the coroner, who's a buddy of mine, because I paid him to give me uh, corpses to eat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's like, I'm like, look. Oh, dude, so wait, you've been on the on the side. You've been eating corpses for a while. That's not part of this. Okay. And then uh, I, I tell him, like, listen, man. I'm I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that Bahamas ticket. And he goes, You sure? And I'm like, You got it. So we talked to another friend of ours who's a, a helicopter pilot, runs like, you know, his own private company, flies me out to the Bahamas, drops me off, and then I just start like a small company where I take pieces of shrimp and I make it into jewelry. That's what I do. That's great. Yeah. You're walking down Venice Beach and you're on the boardwalk and you see people playing pickleball. Or like, you know, paddleball, whatever that game is. It's like, you know, it's like a small tennis and whatever. Yeah, probably pickleball. Uh, and they're they're going back and forth and they're like, oh, so they go, hey, buddy, do you want to play? And they you're looking like me and they're like, yeah, you. And you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt, not really like in sports gear, but like, okay, whatever. So you jump in there, you roll the jeans up. You start going a couple rounds. You're having fun. You're getting the hang of it, getting the swing of it. No pun intended. You do a lateral move. Your ACL pops, right? You go, oh, my God. They know exactly what happened. Everyone scatters. Someone throws a bloody knife towards you. All right? They all leave. Someone who was playing with you just slides a bloody knife next to you. They all scatter. You don't even, So they slice my ACL. No, no. You don't know. Your ACL pops just from a lateral movement. Okay. Then they run. But before they do, they slide a bloody knife towards you. Okay. Uh, why is it bloody? I don't know. All right. Uh-huh. Like, it's fresh. Like what yeah. the fuck? Someone comes over, sees what happens. Homeless freaks out, calls 911. 911 comes, sees the bloody knife. They're like, uh-uh. They call the cops. The cops come. Their, gu- their guns are drawn. Right? And they're going, sir, sir, tell us what happened. You got to only use one word. What do you say? What's that one word? To exonerate yourself and get help. Mama. Oh, they open fire. <laughs> they open fire. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. But I try it. I try it. Yeah, I think you got to take a big swing. You do. Because to me, to me, it's so weak to just say mama like a little baby. Mama. Yeah. That I thought maybe that they would show some pity. Maybe the baby. Yeah. Maybe the baby. What? It just rhymes. So you said it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love that's it. terrific. I love so you have, I, I think, I can't remember who has this power. It might be Jean Grey, where when you touch someone, you feel like their feelings, right? And I think there's someone in like the Guardians of the Galaxy who has that as well. But you basically, what you learn is that you have, you you can't like moder- moderate or modulate the level of empathy that you feel. And so because it, it's such like a huge like swell of how you feel every time you touch anyone, it, it's like you have, you can't stand it. And you, you take on like every emotion they've ever had. And I mean, arguably it's kind of what you're already like a yeah. little bit where like you just take it on so hard and so heavy that it's absolutely horrifying to be around yeah. you. But 
So at a certain point, you're like, you know what? I'm a shut in now. I'm an empath. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how everyone everyone always describes you as an empath. And but so you become a shut in. You're like, you know, I've had enough. And because if you brush up against someone, it ruins your whole week, right? And so, but then you're like, but I should get out there. I should get on the dating scene. And so you start dating. And finally, you meet this girl, and you kind of think maybe she's the one. And when you, she touches you, you your empathy reaction it, it goes like through the roof. And then you start to go like you see yourself suddenly in an objective way, and you understand what it would be like to really date you. And then you see like for the first time ever, you see all of the problems of your personality. You see some of the stuff we were talking about today of just how, why do you have to win that interaction? What are you talking about with these business ideas and how some are working, some are failing all within the moments that you've talked about them. And so what, what is really happening is you have your first moment of self-awareness. And so like the girl, she kind of pulls back because she can feel that you're having this big emotional reaction. You're crying, you're scared, all this stuff. But really, you're seeing yourself for the first time. How do you handle this moment? I take it and I say, hey, we're going to have to reschedule this date. And I go to find out where you live. <laughs> where I live. Yes. Now, why uh, is that? Because I want to talk to you. About, I about wanna, this condition. I want to talk to you. Yeah, about this condition. Yeah, so, so in the reality that that is all happening, as it's happening, you're yeah. going, I better go to Mike's house I better and go talk to Mike's him. house and talk yeah. to him. That's right. That okay? is psychopathic. That because they find a Toyota Prius and I go over there and I knock off the side window or the side mirror and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to use this to talk to him. And then as soon as you answer like the door, I jam that thing right into the center of your chest, right? <laughs> knock the air out of you. You're falling back. Whoever the hell you're inside with playing chess with eating pizza going, what the hell's going on? I go, sit down, sit down. And they go, oh, uh, you're there and I don't touch you, but so I never get to feel your feelings. And then I use my feet and I go and I, and I stomp on your feet and I break your little toe bones. I break your little toe bones so you can't even step up unless it hurts all right man and then i go over i pick up a cigarette that's still burning that i know you were smoking on the down low i take a drag of it i don't like it i spit it out i ruin that cigarette so that someone else will get you pissed off and i walk out and that's what you do when you when you have the superpower of empathy yeah that's exactly what i would do all right you have a choice vanilla or chocolate ice cream which one you're choosing i want to pick one you can't swirl it I got, I don't want either. <laughs> it's like I almost can't put into words how much I don't want either. Well, no, you're not a sweets boy, but which one are you picking? I, yeah. I feel like the more acceptable answer is chocolate, but I'm I down for a vanilla. But if you get a, a really good vanilla where oh. it doesn't taste like um like crap. You get yeah. like it's like real vanilla. And it's like legit and you feel like it's like from Italy. That's oh, legit. Oh, yeah. But I don't want any of you it. You have to pick one. But I don't want it. Or they skin you alive. Okay, I'll get the I'll get the vanilla. But I need a waffle cone. You gotta figure that out on yourself. Come on. Sorry. sorry. I, all right, fine. Okay. You are transformed into a huge blanket. And you're so I'm so getting made big all of a sudden, huh? It's a lot of transformations. I tend yeah. to, I tend to go for the transmogrifying. Uh -huh. And so you're a big blanket. Anamorphs. And sure. And so you are as a but you get transformed into a blanket in my house. And I, I come downstairs. I want to like play a video game or something. And I look over and I go, ooh, I want that blanket. And so then I'm I'm like Do I still have my hog on me or no? No, the hog's <laughs> gone the hog's gone you're pure blanket you're okay. just threads that'd be fucking terrifying to have a blank with a hog on it no i know i wouldn't be into it and and no it's a pure transformation there's like no errors in the in the transformation process here 
And so I, I start, I, I go like, Ooh, I want that blanket. And I put you on and you're, you're like a little bit weirded out. Cause you're kind of going say, like, my buddy's going to, let me just finish. No, I got my it buddy is going to put me on him, whatever. I and I grab it. the blanket. You don't know. Yes, and do. I'm about to put it on. And I go, it smells like shit. Right, right. It smells like fucking shit. Sure, sure, sure. I go, Lauren, get in here, get in here. Sure. She comes down and then I go, Lauren, do you know? And then she interrupts. She goes, what's that piece of shit blanket right, doing in this right, house? Right, right. That thing's disgusting. Right, How did that get in? Let me get to it then. All right. I got about two more minutes Let me get to i got about now. two more yeah, minutes and i'm cutting you off you're well, not we're using at the those two we're at the junkyard you're not using those two we're minutes at the I'm junkyard gonna and we're, we're getting rid of i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna do okay my body which has now been absorbed by a blanket yeah okay and it's sure, not that's one way of thinking okay? about it i now have to train to get back up there and then fighting shape to take you out Mm-hmm. Okay, and a part of the training is I cut off my hands and I sew them onto the blanket so I'm able to use. No, them. you are a blanket. But the me then is now the a blanket. Me, the me doesn't exist. Me is blanket. Me exists as blanket. <laughs> Let me just put it to you as simply as possible. Me is blanket. I understand. And blanket is me. But no, there isn't. You didn't have a body swap with a blanket where there's now a blanket walking around in your body. Yes, there is. Thinking that he's like a lawyer. Yes, there or is. Or that he should be laying on the back of a couch. Yes, there is. No, there is not. I'm telling you, you are the blanket. And I'm telling you that the blanket is me. I agree. But there's not a there's not the soul of a blanket in a Joey capsule walking then, then around. Then I guess we're on a standstill. Okay, great. <laughs> I guess we're okay, on a great. Because that's just how. So it is. Lauren and I leave the Joey blanket at the dump, and it just stays there. And people, be, it becomes and an honorary I, spot you know for what? people to take dumps. And then, and then you get sideswiped, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" And you never, you don't catch the person who did, it and you got to pay out of pocket. That's fine. Yeah, sure. To get rid of that nasty blanket, I'll do anything. And I ain't, I ain't gone. Huh? Bud. <laughs> I ain't gone. <laughs> See my fucking ass again. Okay. All right. All right. Bye.